This is the Bloom Boss Podcast. My name is Alyssa Morton, former 9-to-5-er turned full-time event florist and serial multi-six-figure entrepreneur. Every day, I'm bringing you an inspiring conversation, quickie mindset episode, or lesson learned to help you take the leap of faith into building a floral-based business. Thanks for starting your day with me. Now, let's boss up. Are you an aspiring or new event floral entrepreneur struggling to find the information, trainings, and community you need to build your own joy-filled flower biz? Come join us in our Bloom Like a Boss Club, the exclusive community for event floral professionals. Each week, our members receive a new design and recipe along with monthly group trainings and bonuses for being part of the club. Visit the link in the show notes to learn more. Welcome to the Bloom Boss Podcast. You know, I love coming on here every single day to keep you inspired, give you education, connect you with really amazing speakers, connect you with all sorts of different resources that are going to help you grow your event floral design business. So today I want to talk a little bit more on the floral design side. So for existing florists, you know, move on to the next episode if you don't think it applies to you. But for all of the newbies out there, there's some things that we don't always think about until we're in the moment. You know, a lot of hard-learned lessons. I'm sure that a lot of the industry pros that are experienced have been in the industry for a long time can speak to this. Like we've learned a lot of hard lessons that this is this is the podcast for you to learn those hard lessons without having to go through it. So I wanted to talk today about the impact of different types of weather conditions and how it can affect the floral design process and how to prepare for unforeseen circumstances. So we have quite a few nemesis as event florists, biggest one being wind rain, snow, cold, like freezing temperatures, heat. So let's talk about all those things. So as florists, we know that there's different types of flowers. They favor different conditions. Hydrangeas hate heat. They require a lot of water, whereas some tropical plants can handle heat very well and they withstand out of water, no problem throughout the length of an event. You know, some types of foliage might do well, others don't. They require water. So Let's talk about that first, like how different flowers impact the design process. So when you're getting an inquiry, I think it's really important that you educate the entire time of the process. You are the expert. The client is hiring you because you're the expert. You know their style, you know what they're going for, you know their vision, and you know exactly what types of flowers can help bring that vision to life or that should really be avoided. So sometimes we get inquiries from clients that just don't know, you know, they might request bougainvillea or other types of flowers that really like aren't cut flowers. Like let's say cherry blossoms like in the wrong season and if they want them in their bouquet and they're not going to withstand out of water. So it's important that we educate and we tell them like, look, like this is the situation with that flower. We can't get it as a cut flower or it doesn't withstand, you know, weather. It doesn't withstand out of water. And I would really, really hate for it to wilt on you during your wedding. So how about we do this instead? This can give you the same look. This can, you know, help you check that box, you know, so that you're honoring grandma. But, you know, educate, educate, educate. You are the professional here. You're the expert. And they don't know what they don't know. So it's up to you to educate them. So that's how you would handle that. For unforeseen weather, there's a lot of things that you need to take into account in planning on your part logistically to make sure that you have all of the information you need so that you can plan accordingly. So let's say they're planning for an outdoor ceremony. 
but it is in April and it's prone to rain a lot in April. So you can't really trust that. You need to plan for the plan B. So you're going to be in touch with the venue. You're going to be in touch with the planner. You're going to be in touch with the client and figure out exactly what the plan B is, what the vision is. If you're the planner or you're handling that kind of side, you're going to take the lead on this and educate, educate, educate. Tell them that it's really important that we make the call at least the day before so that your team can plan accordingly, logistics, mechanics, exactly how you're going to set up the space, if you're going to flip, like so that you can be the most efficient, especially with the time allotted at the venue. We know that there's time restrictions at a lot of venues if there's a flip. If you're trying to make it all happen in an hour, you need to plan accordingly. If you were originally planning to do foam-free mechanics and now you have to use foam because of the flip logistics, you know, you want to plan accordingly. So it's really important that you educate and you establish the process and conduct yourself as the expert. So you say that, look, this is the way that we do things. We need to have the final decision the day before so that we can plan accordingly. And they should understand that. And if there's a problem, then they need to know what's going to happen on the day of if it doesn't go according to plan. So in your contract, you might have a clause that says that you can make an executive decision to this isn't going to work, like the mechanics aren't structurally sound, the weather is not allowing it, we're going to reallocate, relocate, reconfigure the design. And they need to be okay with that expectation and you need to have that conversation in advance. So you might say, okay, if you're looking to make the call an hour before, this is what's going to happen. Guests are going to be arriving while we're trying to set up the ceremony and that's not going to look good. They're going to have the lack of impact from everything being complete. We need to have the call the day before or we need to have the call five hours before ceremony so that we can plan accordingly and have it set up before guests arrive or, you know, fill in the blank with worst case scenario for them and speak to their pain point, speak to what they value. If they want to make that impact so that everybody says like, wow, this is so much better than cousin Sally's wedding, then, you know, you need to convey that in that conversation and be like, everyone's not going to have that wow piece. They're not going to have that wow factor. If they walk in and see us working on the room, like they're not going to have that big reveal moment. So I want to encourage you to educate. When it comes to wind and planning for certain weather mechanic wise, I think it's really important that you know exactly what you're doing, what the capabilities are of that structure and the mechanic. I always recommend that you provide your own structures and mechanics instead of trusting that the client or the venue, well, venues are a little different, but the client, especially if they're trying to DIY something, that it's structurally sound for what you're trying to create. So educate. If somebody's inquiring and they're like, yeah, my, my dad wants to build us a structure, it's like, okay, then we need to have it in advance or you need to make sure that it's capable of holding the weight. And in the instance that it's not and it's not secure enough, especially if there's 45 mile an hour winds on the beach, this is what's going to happen and we're going to have to place them on the floor or we're going to have to nix the structure altogether. And they need to understand that in advance and sign off on it. Like I encourage them to sign off on it so that in the event that they're unhappy with that after the wedding, it's like, look here, you approve this in advance. So I want to encourage you to make sure that you're documenting everything, make sure that you have recorded Zoom meetings, make sure that you have all of your I's dotted and your T's crossed because you never know what could happen. And as long as you're communicating and educating throughout the process, you should be able to avoid a lot of the potential things that could come up from a negative client experience side. Let me know what other questions you have about this. I'm happy to answer them directly. I could do another podcast on it or, you know, I can answer it in the DMs on Instagram at business.blooms. 
let me know what you guys think, what your worst case scenarios were. We had designed a wedding last September, September 2022 on the beach. And it was literally like their game plan was plan B was we're doing it in the rain. And let me tell you, it was literally 35 mile an hour winds on the beach. We had the runner for them. We had set up the chairs. We had the ceremony structure and we had secured the hell out of that thing. We had four different anchors with weights on the anchors and we had put sand inside the structure. It was one of those gold rings. So we were able to fill the inside with sand and it held up. It held up. You want to make sure that you know in advance so that you can plan accordingly. If we didn't know that plan B was going to be on the beach, doing it in the rain kind of thing, we might have pivoted and done something different. Everything worked out. It had rained a little bit right before she walked down the aisle and it just delayed it a little bit for her to walk down, but everything worked out for her and she loved it. And it was amazing. And they had this epic reception, but plan in advance, educate so that they know what to expect and just have everything signed off on so that you're covered in the event that there's a problem. That's all for today, folks. Let me know what your questions are and I'm happy to do another podcast to answer them and I'll talk to you tomorrow. I hope today's episode inspired you on your floral printer journey. Make sure to check out the show notes for a rundown of today's episode, along with the important links and resources we drop for you. If you enjoyed this and want a deeper dive into some of the topics we discuss here on the show, make sure to join us in our Bloom Like a Boss Club. And I'd be grateful to see that you share this episode with a friend or on social media and left a review on Apple Podcasts. Lastly, if no one's told you today, I want to remind you that you can build a successful business while playing with flowers. Now let's get out there and boss up. 